happened with uh, with Golden yesterday? And you have any idea on what his status is like for, for Sunday? You know, it was just the end of practice. Um, just kind of bump bodies to someone. We're going to take a look at him today, see how he's doing. Look, we're optimistic. Um, but at the same time, i got to be fair to the player to give him an opportunity to go out there and see where he's at physically. I'd say, you know, look, the guy's had a tremendous week of practice. We're looking forward to getting him on the grass Sunday. So, you know, we'll take a look at him today and uh, see how he's feeling. And you have that uh, open roster spot, and you have you know, maybe Tay, or you could bump a running back up. Do you know what you're going to do with that yet? You know, we haven't fully decided yet, Dan. Uh, it's something we're going to talk about, you know, after practice today, several roster moves that we've made recently, as well as some moves we want to make for the game. So we'll have some conversations after practice. We've got to see where some guys are physically today, you know, after letting them practice for a couple of days. Thanks, Joe. Hey, Joe, I just wanted to ask you about one of those roster moves that you made about uh, adding Kyle Murphy to your active roster. What has he shown you, you know, that, that made you guys think he deserved this promotion? Well, I think like a lot of the young guys right now in our program, you know, this guy obviously missing spring and not having the opportunity through some preseason games to really demonstrate some things and really gain a lot of experience. You know, he's been able to really use the first half of the season of kind of get on track, get used to the speed of the game you know, and really show some improvement for us on a daily basis in practice. I think Kyle's a good young player that's worth developing. We enjoy having him in the program. He's a guy that's, you know, worked very hard with Fitz and his crew. And it's changed his body a good bit. I see him moving. He has some athleticism, has some power. He's got some nasty to him and how he plays. Uh, you know, he's a guy right there that we just think in terms of, you know, young guy worth developing, you know, and giving us some depth on the roster moving forward. He was a good candidate. You see him as an inside guy? Uh, yeah, Kyle's definitely more of an inside guy. He's played guard and center for us. Now, he's played some tackle in his history, too. This isn't something we would ever rule out putting him outside, but I say primarily he's more of an inside guy. In rematches like this against a team that beat you, you know, very narrowly last time, where are you with you? hear players say a lot, we owe them one, you know, we want revenge, we want payback. Uh, where is that on the motivation scale for you? Yeah, I mean, we had our shot in the first game. This game's a completely different game. There's different players on the field. It's going to be a different game plan from both teams. So for us, this, this game's completely independent of the last one. You know, the only thing that's really relevant from the last game are the lessons we learned as a team and help us improve as a team. So obviously, it's a division game. Uh, it should be very competitive. There should be some nasty to it, being as though it's a division opponent. It's Philadelphia. You know, it's our home field, all that good stuff mixed in there. But at the end of the day, look, we had our shot in the first game. This game's completely independent of that one right there. We have to do a good job for 60 minutes of Sunday. You've talked about you know yesterday a little bit about what some of the sacrifices your players have to make. I mean, Mac was telling us a story about him going home and uh, you know getting to see his done for 24 hours, having run to the hospital with him. Um, I'm just curious, what do you think about the sacrifices that your coaches have had to make this year? Some of them being that they had to, you know, because of the whole year and everything the way it unfolded, didn't even get to move their families up here and 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 stuff like that. Yeah, look, I think for all the coaches and players, I mean, obviously it's something that we opted in to join this year. So we all knew there was going to be sacrifices involved. That doesn't make it any easier. We just have to be honest with ourselves when we look in the mirror and understand that it's tough, but we chose the tough. But I have a lot of sympathy for the players and the coaches, and there's a lot of guys that are separated from their families right now. And, you know, I could talk specifically about the families, and to be honest with you, it's the wives are really talking through text message and phone. And, and the weird thing about it is, you know, we've already played nine games and we haven't even had any kind of family function yet for the coaches' families getting together, the coaches and the players' families getting together. That's something we definitely want to have in the future, something we definitely want as part of this organization. But there are some abnormalities, Jordan, to it that in that regard that, you know, people are getting to know each other. You know, like we got to know each other through the Zoom. The wives are getting to know each other through, again, text, phone, Zoom, things of that nature, uh, doing Bible studies and some other things together, you know, collectively. 
you know, it's kind of weird. You've got to have a lot of respect for, you know, guys like T-Mac who, look, his son's a tremendous player. So, you know, he's in a big-time school down there in Texas. T-Mac, you know, you catch him on Fridays. He's watching his games over the Internet. Um, there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make, you know, to be part of this league and to be, you know, part of this organization. You know, I've got a, lot, a large appreciation for what T-Mac does. I know he's very involved in his kids' lives. Um, you know, we all try to keep up with the son as well because we know what kind of player he is. You know, he had the opportunity to go back a couple weeks and, and you know, different than going down just see him play. You know, maybe it worked out for the better. He was there the game that his son got hurt and had to have a procedure. So, you know, maybe that was a little better in the long run for him. But I know he just wanted to go down there and see his son get on the, you know, field and play the way he can play. Um, you know, I guess it's a big roundabout way of saying, like, you know, hey, look, I understand it's tough for everyone. It's tough for each individual. Um, that's a sacrifice we're making. But at the same time, you know, you still have to acknowledge and respect that people are going through things outside this building that they have to choose to put aside when they walk in and not determine what we're doing professionally. Would you say you guys as a coaching group have even spent more time together? Because these guys, some of these guys, you know, they're not rushing home at night, right? They don't have – where are they going, right? They, they're here by themselves anyway. Uh, you know, I'd say definitely in the spring we did when our families were behind before they really shut everything down. I think at this point in the season, you know, we're here working long hours anyway. I don't think that's really changed just because of the nature of families not being here or the COVID stuff. You know, we're here and we're together. I think probably the biggest change is – you know, when we show up on Saturdays in the morning, you know, you're kind of in that, you know, whatever you call it, bubble. So most of the coaches just stay here throughout the day and then go straight to the hotel. We can't, we don't go home. So like as our wives point out early in the season, every game's an away game. You get 16 away games this year because normally you're relying on having that Friday night with your family. Saturday morning, you get a brief window, you know, to go home five, six hours, see your kids, go see a sport event, whatever it may be. And then you go to the hotel at night. And then normally as coaches on Saturday night, after the meetings are done, you're back home again. This is different in that regard of, you know, everyone's got kids playing in different sports. You're kind of doing a lot of parenting right now through FaceTime. Uh, you're catching up with your family on the back end of a lot of things on Saturday. So that's just kind of the nature of what we're dealing with this year. But look, everyone everywhere is dealing with things that are different. We just have to kind of, I don't want to get used to it because I don't want this to be anything that people refer to as normal, but it is what it is for right now. So we're just going to deal with it and do the best we can. Joe, when a quarterback like Carson Wentz is, is obviously a, a good player, but is struggling with turnovers, can you try and bait a playmaker like him into making risky decisions as a defense? Well, you're always trying to disguise things anyway on these quarterbacks, especially these older guys like Wentz who have seen their share of different defenses, different disguise. You always want to try and have some kind of wrinkle that maybe they're not ready for. You know, that being said, at the end of the day, the best thing you can do defensively is really just play sound, fundamental football and make sure you're in the right place at the right time. Eventually, he's going to find someone who's open. Eventually, he's going to make a throw and throw somebody open. So to think that we can just go out there and fool someone like Carson Wentz, that's not realistic. We want to have a couple wrinkles, keep him a little bit, you know, reacting instead of making decisions pre-snap of knowing what we're doing. But, you know, all that being said, you know, these guys are good players. You know, and throughout the course of the game, they're going to identify what your game plan is for them and what you're doing. And eventually, they're going to make an adjustment on the other side where it's going to be player versus player, and they got to make a play. I wanted to ask about Will, uh, uh, Joe, and, and uh, how he did on uh, in practice yesterday. And then if you get any satisfaction or, or I guess what it means that you were able to sort of isolate that one positive and not have it become a, a bigger issue for the team. Yeah, you know, we actually talked about that this morning with the captains that, you know, we've been very fortunate as a team that, you know, knock on wood, we've had the one test right now. Okay, and uh, we've done a pretty good job as an organization of keeping that isolated. We've been able to get the player back healthy and, and performing on the field. Um, we've got to just make sure we stay proactive with things and not think that, okay, we're beyond this, we're past it. You see every day 
a different team has something pop up, different tests. You know, the biggest warnings you get from other teams who have dealt with this over a long term is the duration of how tests pop up. It's kind of like weeds. You think you pulled them all out and there's one growing right underneath the other one. So, you know, to me, the focus has been trying to keep this out of our building as much as possible. That's easier said than done. There's a lot of sacrifice we have to make. I had to talk to the team today about the bye week and then Thanksgiving come up as well. And there's a lot of things that we all have to consider, kind of going back to Jordan's question in terms of, you know, not seeing everyone we may want to see. You know, you got Thanksgiving coming up. Okay, what does that look like? Okay, you have to be realistic. There are going to be people in some situations coming into town. Can we make sure we can get these people tested, that our players can make the right decisions on the front end and make sure that when they come in town, either the player stays in the hotel for a couple nights or the family stays in the hotel for a couple nights, whatever that may be. You got to be kind of realistic about, you know, life going on. We just have to make sure that as we do things, we make the right decisions. But I'd say reference to Will, he had a good practice yesterday. We're looking forward to him playing this week. Uh, like we've been doing, we'll play all three tackles, and we plan on playing all three guards the same way. So Will had a good day yesterday. Um, you know, I was more concerned physically with how he's doing coming back. He's still coming off of missing two games. Um, but, you know, we're going to see him again today in practice, and, uh, you know, we plan to see him on the field.